As a player, it's normal to feel a sense of pride when a Premier League club spends a lot of money to bring you over to their side. The money may not have been paid to you, but that is just a huge statement to you and the rest of the world that a Premier League club values you that much. But immediately you get off that high and there may just be something else you have to turn your mind to. How to actually live up to the expectation that comes with that price tag. And let's just tell you straight, the antecedents don't make things any better for you. Where do we begin? The most expensive goalkeeper in the world might be a good place to start. Surely we all know of the £71 million man. It was pretty unusual to pay that sum for a goalkeeper, but that was his release clause and Chelsea, who desperately needed a replacement for Thibaut Courtois, paid it. Anyway, after starting off pretty well, keeping clean sheets in his first six games for the club, and then going on to help his team win the Europa League in his first season, Ariza Balaga fell off hard. It got so bad that the London club had to desperately go to the market for a replacement for their expensive shot stopper. And it didn't matter that the replacement was older. They just needed somebody else and quick. Luckily, it worked out for Chelsea. Edouard Mendy turned out to be what they thought and hoped Kepa would be. And as a result, the Spaniard was immediately relegated to the cup games and the fixtures where Mendy was not available. And that was not Chelsea's first rodeo. The London club is no stranger to this curse of the record signings at all. They saw hell with Fernando Torres and sincerely, his time at the London club defied logic. Before joining Chelsea, this man had the entire world at his feet. He was scoring goals for fun, both in the Premier League for Liverpool and at the international level for Spain. Torres scored in back-to-back -back Euros finals and finished in the top three of the 2008 Ballon d'Or rankings. He was unstoppable. But the moment Chelsea broke the bank for him and made him the most expensive Spanish footballer in history, as at 2011, everything changed. The £50 million Chelsea paid for him was the most that any Premier League club had paid for a player. And that also made Fernando Torres the sixth most expensive player at the time. Everybody expected him to hit the ground running. He had proven that he was a lethal striker and he already knew the league so well. So, what else was needed? Well, we don't know what was, but we all just knew something was missing. The £50 million man went 903 minutes without scoring for his new club. And when he did, that was it. That was all for the season. He scored just one goal in the 18 appearances that he made for Chelsea in his first season. His following season had that iconic goal against Barcelona in the semi-final of the Champions League, which pretty much salvaged what was left of his rep at Chelsea. Luckily for the Spanish legend, he's now more remembered by that goal than by the 19 others which took him more than a century of appearances to score. On the other side of London, the story is the same. Arsenal paid a club record fee to bring Nicolas Pepe over to the Emirates in 2019, but he has still not been able to defend that price tag to fans and rivals. These days, Pepe can hardly even get into the team, with the gaffer preferring the younger talents over the inconsistent France-born Ivorian. Wait, did we just say an inconsistent France-born footballer who plays for a London club? Surely that reminds you of Tangai Ndombele. Tottenham Hotspur splurged a club record for Ndombele in 2019 and it's just not been a very record-breaking run from the Frenchman since. There's hardly a better word to describe the 25-year-old's time in London than inconsistent. 
He's on today, off tomorrow. At first, many thought Mourinho was the problem, but the case has been the same under three other managers, so we're thinking maybe it's the curse of the Premier League record signing. In case you're thinking it, no, this is not just a London issue. Paul Pogba rejoined Manchester United in 2016, and that transfer made him the most expensive player in the world at the time. And in the five years plus he's been there, it has been an absolute roller coaster. To be fair, Pogba has had a couple of stellar performances here and there, but the reality is that the World Cup winner might end up leaving England without actually hitting the expectations which came from that huge price tag. And just across the city of Manchester, we have one of the most recent big money signings who also seems to have fallen to the curse. And Grealish has been vocal about his experience since becoming the most expensive player in the country. I obviously thought going to City, the best club in England, the best players, I'm going to get 20 or 30 goal involvements. But it hasn't been the case at all. I've actually struggled with my goals and assists. The price tag on my head, as soon as you don't get them, people start talking and doubting you. That statement pretty much sums up the experiences of all the big money signings in the Premier League. Lukaku is another really good example. Of course, there's still a lot of potential for the Belgian at Chelsea, but at this point, guess you can say he's still being crippled by the curse. And the whole controversy his interview brought out has not made things any easier for him. And the curse doesn't just target the players signed to the big clubs, you know. Remember Haller at West Ham? They signed him in 2019 for what was a club record fee and it just wouldn't click for him. Guess what? He left a year and a half later and has been absolutely brilliant for Ajax in both the league and the Champions League since joining. This just further reinforces the notion that the curse might actually be real. There's also been Brewster at Sheffield, Fabio Silva at Wolves, Buendia at Aston Villa, Joe Linton for Newcastle and Ben Gibson at Burnley who have failed to live up to their record fees among the smaller teams. But then there's one club this curse never seems to affect. When Liverpool spend big money, they almost always get returns on their investment. Okay, maybe except Andy Carroll, but Coutinho, Alisson and ultimately Virgil van Dijk have all lived up to their huge price tags at Liverpool. So it begs the question, what does the Merseyside club do in the transfer window season in, season out that keeps them immune from the curse of the Premier League record signings? Let us know your theories in the comments. Also, subscribe to the channel and turn on the bell notification so you don't miss any of our videos. We'll catch you in the next one. Till then, peace.